0: Welcome to the Courage 1000 Project, where each week we bring you inspiring stories from courageous individuals about the moments and experiences that have shaped their lives. I'm your host, Mellie S. the Story Collector, author, speaker, trainer, facilitator, videographer, award-winning photographer and entrepreneur. And I'm on a mission to help deep-feeling women reclaim their confidence, joy and purpose in life from a world that overwhelms their hearts, minds and souls. And this journey... It starts with courage. You see, after a lifelong struggle with my own identity, I discovered the core principle to reclaiming your life was courage. And it made me curious. Were there others like me? Were there others who had reclaimed their life through the secret of courage? What was courage for them? What did it look like? And where were their stories? And with that, the Courage 1000 Project was born. We're digging up the archives and bringing to you Season 1 of The Courage 1000 Project. Originally a web TV show and now available across all your favourite platforms. Let's get into it. Welcome to Melius The Story Collector Web TV, where we bring you inspiring stories from courageous individuals about the moments and experiences that have shaped their lives. Today's show, Cassandra is going to share with us how her life actually began when she left her ex-husband. Now, this is an amazing story of not just courage, but of finding the freedom of going out on your own.
1: I wanted to share it because it's what I do for my clients and I don't think it's very, that i don't share my story when i'm asking them to share their story basically yeah so and on top of that it gives you freedom it gives you freedom of the past yeah so when you can talk about it without the emotion and you can just talk about it and see the growth and see what you've done
0: that's when you're free and yeah so that's part of my freedom well that's beautiful i love it so where did your story start then where does this all begin Okay, well, that's actually really difficult. I've tried so many
1: times to see where it started, but everything is completely interconnected, isn't it? So yep. you, 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 there's no one start point. But um, I suppose it started when my ex husband and I came down first. I wasn't yet 21. We had been married for, I think, two months. We'd had our daughter, who was eight months. We bought a car, we left my family behind, like everything. I was completely isolated. And uh, within six months of being in Paris, in this tiny little town, like this town's got six pounders in it. (laughs) Oh,
0: okay, so really small.
1: (laughs) I was really isolated, really poor. And um, he had a car accident, and then um, I had to be his emotional caretaker. And it continued until I finally left but because of all of that the 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 relationship itself um it meant I became quite stressed especially after the birth of my second child I was really really stressed and to the point where I was suicidal um and I had a lifeline thrown at me by my first teacher and he taught me about self-responsibility and self-awareness when it comes to energy and how to connect with the world around us. And over the years, it has really stuck with me how when we take responsibility, how we learn, we can grow, we can can improve our own life. But at the same time, there are many, many places, many educators, many shops who actually say that they're going to help people in the spiritual movement. And yet it's a money-making scheme. And it made me so angry that I started my own business. And when I started my own business, it was all about the people. So people could come in and just chill. They could um, read the books that I have. I've got this massive library now. They could read all the books. They didn't have to pay for it. They could play with all the crystals. They could play with all the cards. They could learn whatever they could learn while they were there, they were welcome to learn and it was like a big open house for the spirituality and energy. That's a spiritual library. Hey? It's a spiritual library. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I have over 300 books now. Oh. Yeah. So i scoured all the secondhand shops, everything. I've bought so many things. but it's all open for anyone to use. As long as they're happy to come here and stay, because my aren't leaving my door, (laughs) then (laughs) they're welcome to learn as much as they can. They can ask questions, they can learn whatever they wanna learn. And I've always held onto that. Um, Energy isn't about money, it's about energy, it's about our individual journey and
0: So if we go back to that point where you're in that postnatal depression phase, what was that like in there? What did that feel like in that spot?
1: Oh, it was, you know what? I can't even describe the feeling. I can remember laying on the couch one day. We had these uh, secondhand awful 70s green couches. (laughs) And I can remember laying on it one day. And closing my eyes and just willing myself to not exist. Yeah. Just waiting and waiting to just, like, sooner or later, I'm not going to be here. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's just get it over and done with now. Yeah. So, and like I was saying, um, there, there was a point where I was driving in the middle lane of Thompson Highway because that was the only way that I could keep myself safe to get to work and to get home from work. Because there's no way that I would have gone through a lane of traffic to put myself over the edge or into a barrier or anything else like that. Yeah. So it was pretty bleak. It was pretty um, pretty emotional. Yeah. And really, yeah. the only reason why I stayed was because I knew that my ex-husband wouldn't be capable with enough of looking after the children.
0: Yeah. And that was quite the only thing that kept me there at that point in time. And do you feel it's that connection that you got with spirit then that brought you back and that snapped you out of that depression?
1: Yeah, well, I'd all, always been connected with spirit, but um, with the marriage, I suppose, I had put to one side and uh, because he didn't believe in it, he, he thought it was rubbish and all the rest of it. Um, and it was when my son was a little bit older that I found my first formal picture and she, it brought me back. It brought me back to myself. Yeah. And it brought me back onto the journey of energy and how to reconnect with the world and how to reconnect with myself. Yep. So it brought me back to my childhood space of knowing what's around us and how we interact and that what we do doesn't just affect ourselves or our human family. It also affects our energetic family as well. So whether it's the elements or whether it's our past loved ones or so forth. There yep. are so many aspects to our lives and and that's what we're working
0: with yeah so was there a peak in anything that happened during that journey that's really sticking out in your mind right now
1: <laughs> uh yes yeah. um so I got really angry I got really really angry um because I was trying to learn and I was trying to get myself into a better headspace and a healthier headspace and I was helping friends and so I actually started looking into it and then I found out the markup in some stores and how some of these energetic stores or these new age stores would put prices up sky high even back then and it still happens today and I know that we have overheads and I know that's all all part of business but some of these markups were like 3,000%. It was yeah it was absolutely insane um so I actually started my own business because of it and that's when I actually brought everybody in and allowed them to learn for free um there were still some services available um but anything that they wanted to learn if it was in the bookcase they could learn it they could play with the crystals they could play with the deck of cards, they could play with anything that they wanted to and to just learn and to come back and um, work out where they were, who they were and how they were connected into this world.
0: Yeah. And how do you help, do you do any other sort of work to help facilitate that or is it just the shop?
1: No, so I I actually sold the shop
0: and um, I got
1: divorced, um, started my life again. And uh, I'm actually in a really good space these days because I'm much more aware of my journey and how I've gone. So I've spent, oh, 15 years teaching in one way or another now. Uh, I teach Reiki, I'm a Reiki master um, and I do all these other things as well. But what I'm really passionate about is actually, um, it's called our C program, SEE. And it's just actually about listening to people so what we do is I get someone to sit down and they just talk their story, say it from the moment that they started having issues or even if they were a child and just tell me the story from there to there, just let it all out. What we find is that a lot of people have cycles, they have a time cycle and this is what I learned when when I was going through everything that um, has cycles, so it might be every seven years or every nine years or so forth. Mine with my ex was every 18 months. Every 18 months something would happen. And when you start going back through your life, you see these cycles. So we go through the story and we acknowledge. So And it's something that I'm sure that you understand. When you acknowledge someone, you make it true. You make it tangible. And when something's tangible, then you can do something about it. Yeah. So we do that. We map out basically all the big stuff and why the pattern. We see all the corresponding um, elements to it. For example, a lot of the time, if something has happened when we're 21, it's probably happened at 28 and 35 and so forth. So yeah, it's all corresponding. Mm -hmm. And it's like the old, the old adage where onions were layers. Well, we are layers. Where it yeah. lays in time, where layers in cycles it layers and that's what yeah. we have to work with. So once we have all of that, then we can start looking at how we can change that, we can start looking at how we can implement our changes. Because once we're aware of something, then we can actually move forward on it, we can grow on it. Yeah. And uh, we basically celebrate our journey. We start understanding that how everything has happened has brought us into a space now. Yeah.
0: And Well, for me, now is freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your cycle then? Are you aware of what your cycle is and how you go through it?
1: Yeah, well, my cycle's changed. Because I was so dictated um, by the ex-husband, it was always 18 months. So my cycle has now changed. Mine's at the moment about every three months and then every nine months. So I'll go through um, three, three months. So I'll actually have two months where i'm completely focused on one thing and it'll be about for example work and it'll be just all about work and then in the last two weeks i'll start shifting yeah and then the next two weeks i'll shift back into so it'll be all about okay energy growth and learning the lessons and so forth and then i'll be another three months of okay so i'm acknowledging it i'm sitting back i'm taking stock. okay cool this is awesome and then i'll have another three months of starting to implement and plan and then three months of work and then three months of service. That's where I'm sort of sitting at moment.
0: Wow, I love it.
1: Yeah, and it makes life a little bit easier. It's not so much in business because, of course, your focus keeps shifting, but for my own self, for my own growth, it means that I feel a lot more productive and I don't feel so scattered trying to do everything at once. I understand that, right, this is all about this. This is all about this. Yeah. and we'll just go with it. but yeah, it's self-care. It is, it is. It's
0: the essence of self-care, honouring your own cycles and not trying to fit into what society deems as the appropriate cycle.
1: <laughs> well, and, and that's it. And I think when we reconnect with ourselves, because I'm a big believer that we are all divine beings, and once you connect with that divinity within, that's when you can start moving forward. So when you acknowledge, when you tell your story and acknowledge your story, you can actually take all that trauma and put it down and then you can actually acknowledge your truth and your divinity and that light within and then you can actually look and work with what's going on from a completely different vibration. Yeah. So when you're taking responsibility, then you're taking responsibility for your life and for the growth that you're going to undertake. Yeah. Fantastic. I have Saying, and it's and people get really annoyed with it, but too bad. And it's, <laughs> and I say, your energy is your reality, it's that simple. Yeah, and if you can change your energy, you will change your reality. and You can't
0: do that until you acknowledge what you've done with bad, otherwise, or what you've been through. And do you think that's why people get annoyed at it because it does mean taking that radical self honesty? and going, oh, I'm responsible for this stuff I don't like. Oh, definitely. And I do it to myself. I do really
1: annoy myself. You have no idea how many conversations I have with people and I'm like, yes, I know, I'm listening. Like I'm talking to my people and I'm like, I know, I'm listening, shut up.
0: <laughs> yup, I do that too, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm, I'm actually in a really good space. I love being able to do this work for people one-on-one. And it's actually given me the confidence to start working platform events now, which is where my personal bliss point is. So I love being able to affect change in people. Yeah. And um, that would be this one on one. It's huge. It means that you're actually helping someone for life. Yes. My platform events, I'm helping myself for life because I love it and that's my, my happy, joy, joy space. Um, but when you can change people's lives, um, or at least give them the key to be able to do it themselves. Yep. That's fantastic. Because yep. it, builds it
0: it ripples all the way through and it changes everybody's life then. Yeah, and that's what I believe stories can do as well. By sharing your story, you're handing someone a key to unlock their own stories. Yeah,
1: yeah. I wrote a post a little while ago because I got so intense because it was... There was something on Facebook, it was a marketing um, thing. And I took a picture of it and it says, no one wants to hear your story. And I'm like, (laughs) I've actually taken a a, a screenshot of it, fastened it back up on Facebook and said, yes, I do. (laughs) Because if you can't, how often are we told that you don't matter
0: by people not listening? Or subconsciously told that in society. Yeah.
1: At the moment that we were a child, right up until the day we die, we don't talk about our pain. We don't talk about our feelings. We don't talk about our excitement. We don't talk about the dorky things going through our brain. Yep.
0: It's, it's so fake, And it's time to get real. Yep. I love it. No wonder we've connected. We're on the complete same wavelength. I love it. So when it comes, do you find you attract a lot of people who've had a similar story to you? And you're helping them go through that? I Yeah, for a
1: long time I attracted victims. Um, people who are victims of their own making, so to speak. I mean, I don't want to take away from their journey because their journey's the same huge. I get a lot of people who've gone through trauma. A lot of people have gone through emotional trauma. Um, which is in direct correlation to my marriage
0: yep. um,
1: but these days I've actually noticed the tip and I'm working with a lot of um, uh, aware women now people women who are aware and they are just oh what's the right word they're owning themselves they're owning their their ambition they're owning their strengths they're owning their amazing selves yeah. And I am loving it, absolutely yeah. loving it. Because when we can actually step back and go, you know what, this is what I do and I'm good at what I do and I love what I do and I can help you if you want to Yep. Yeah. And then step back, I think that's fantastic. That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. And it's that soft sell. There's none of this you need me, you need me. It's I'm here when you're ready for me. And that's such a different energy. And, and
1: this is the premise of, of a lot of energy uh, work, even in the New Age and the Light Workers and so forth, is that um, like vibration attracts like vibration. So you know that's that's how it works, and it's true. You know, like attracts like, but they don't take it that step further. Whereas if you can, just like you it's a soft cell, it's not a hard cell. It's just like this is the space I'm in. If you want to connect, I'm open yeah
0: like yeah yeah. oh that's beautiful I love it I love it you've been on such a big journey to get to here now and to be owning that space
1: it's been a huge journey um and it's taken me a long time to get here I always thought it would take me a lot less time <laughs> but um I'm, I'm actually in a really good space and I I can honestly just turn around these days and just go, you know what, energy is my bliss, I don't care how it comes or how it's working, energy is my space and I'll work and I'll teach and I will show you, no matter how we need to do it, it's just, that's how it uses. And I think that's part of what comes of being a channel as well, so, and I just get excited because I never know what's gonna pop out half the time either, so I've got all my stuff That I know, that I've learned and I've been able to connect and I can hold my own space and yet each person is so individual that something new comes in and it's like, wow. It's like you're getting to learn a little bit more of the universe and you're getting to learn a little bit more of that next person and it's fantastic. It's like little miracles.
0: It is. It is, isn't it? So what would you suggest for someone who's probably still hesitant to accept that spirituality within them, what would you say is the first step for them? Uh, the first step. Do you know what?
1: It's really hard because most people can't do it for themselves and they get a little bit funny. Do um, you know what? I actually had a lady tell me um, a couple of weeks ago and she actually said I was really hesitant. Um, and I wasn't too sure, but after I spoke to you, then I just went for it and now she's running your own business. Um, and I can't remember what I said to her, but what I say to other people is that all you have to do is just stop and connect. And if you can't connect with yourself, you have to connect with the loved one instead. You yeah. just feel it. Um, one of the exercises that I used to do is that I would get someone to think of their loved one, whether it was a child or their mum, who's usually the best one. And just think of them. Just get rid of all the other thoughts and just concentrate on that person. Visualise that person. Feel the emotion that you have with that person. You want the person that you love the most. right? And just feel them. Just feel it. Just take that time and feel it. Okay. So once you've felt that connection and you like, yes, yeah, this is shine light. Now ask yourself some questions. Is this person made of love? Do you love this person? And then you answer this. And then like okay, so do you believe that this person has a soul? Well yes. Okay. What does that soul look like? You know, just visualize for us what that soul looks like. And usually it's like a ball of light or it's shiny, it's sparkly. I'm like, is it fair to say that every person has a soul? Okay, that's what you are thankful. That means you have a soul and that's what your soul looks like too. Yeah. So when you stop and you go, wow, we've got a soul. Everyone has light. Everyone has that within. And then I would actually sit back and go, hey, now we're going to see things in. And that is when you get to, like, oh, my God. Yeah. that's amazing.
0: That's beautiful. It's so soft and gentle, too, without just saying, you have it, you have it, accept it. It's, like, come to that realisation yourself. Yeah.
1: That's it. Well, I've been told I'm very tactile, so I have to feel it or see it or I have to be able to experience it. Yeah. And for me, I think that's the easiest way so once you know that you're connected you, you'll start looking you'll start looking for those other little
0: connections and so they the pop up that.
1: yeah yeah the feeling that you, oh I shouldn't take that road but you do and, and the traffic's really bad Yeah. you think oh I need to call mum today and mum rings Yeah. those are all those little energy connections that because everything is energy including thought and emotion it's reaching out and tapping another person Yep. And that's part of the awareness. And the more that you do that, the more aware you become and the more aware of your own energy that you become. It, it doesn't happen like that. Well, for some people it might, but most often it's not. And it's a matter of growing. It's a matter of growing that. And it's just like muscles or dieting or anything else like that. You have to do it every day. You can't just do it once and go, yay, look at me, I've lost you thank kilos one day. It's more of... You have to do it every day and you have to learn it and you have to learn how to trust and that's where most people's issues really is because they don't trust themselves Mm. and if they don't trust themselves they can't trust their energy so to have that's all correlated so they have to be able to use and that's all
0: If you are feeling stuck and overwhelmed right now and are struggling to find your courage jump over to melies.com.au to claim your free personalized insights and discover the three things you need to know to reclaim confidence joy and purpose in your life